As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to some Untapped Keg Sports. One of your hosts... RJ Zimmerman here with my brother-in-law, Monte Ball. Yeah, we get we getting into it today. We're kind of excited. Uh, uh really excited. So how are you What's doing up, tonight? Everybody? I'm good, I'm good. Uh doing well, ready to jump into it. Ready to jump into it, but uh, all is well on my end. How about yourself? Besides this cold weather, it's been pretty good. I can't can't complain too much. So I'm uh, I'm excited about some fan control football. I'm really excited for that. So when um yeah, when that comes we'll we'll get to that in a little bit, but first let's talk about that whatever that game was that happened on Sunday. I'll oh. let, I'll, <laughs> I'll let you you talk cuz if the listeners want to know the truth, I watched zero snaps. So I watched the entire game. Uh, I feel bad for you. Buccaneers versus the Chiefs. Um, and 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 honestly, it was a boring game. Boring game. The entire game, Mahomes is running around, you know, running for his life. The defense, Buccaneers defense, was lights out. That D line was ridiculous. And I actually did more research about it, and I actually found out found out that. Um, the Bucks defense, the players who have actually been performing the best, they're actually their contract is up after this year, after after this season. So that makes sense as to why they played so well. That's usually how it works. Obviously, if you're on the last part of your contract, more specifically the final year, you're obviously going to play your best football. And one name I'm going to throw out there is Shaq Barrett, Shaquille Barrett. He was actually with me out in Denver at the same time. He was practice squad. When he first hopped on, but obviously didn't get a chance with Denver and um, and left, of course, and landed with the Buccaneers. But he is up his contract up as another player as well, too. But long story short, you know, they need to pay that guy, pay Shaq Barrett, pay, pay, pay him. But the game, man, Brady had a decent quarterback. performance. I just want I just want to say this. This cemented my Troy Aikman com- comparison. And it's never, it's never coming back from that. That's that's what it did. But he didn't do anything that he wasn't supposed to do, though. That's what. That's, oh, that, that's neither did Troy Aikman. <laughs> it's actually funny you say that because people put Troy Aikman stats up right next to uh, Brady's, and I, maybe I, I'm pretty sure I saw it correctly, where they broke each of their seat. You know, they broke their careers down in thirds. And pretty much stated that each third is Hall of Fame caliber level. Um, and I was actually looking at the stats, and I was like, "Geez, actually kind of similar in a way." Uh, and you're he, like, "Gosh darn it, RJ finally made a point that actually makes sense." You did, but it, it makes sense. But I still just, I he I, he's the most decorated football player. Period. Like deserves the accolades, deserves Hall of Fame status, all of that. But I saw somebody put on Twitter for how many seasons has he played? 17? 
whatever. Brady? So for eight of yeah. the ten Super Bowls Remember. that he won, there, it's a no doubt about it case that he was not um, the best player at his position. How can you be the GOAT if eight out of your ten championships you weren't the best player at your own position? And that was for each. That was for the entire season of those of those eight. Yeah, you talking about like, like he wasn't for a everything in, in, in the NFL that year or those years. I mean, ugh. that's the thing though. I always say that to people. You sit, you can talk about the stats and stuff like that, but the stats don't always though show how great you are as a player. They don't. Um, right, but that's, even if you dig down into the next level stats, he's not the top player at the position. Like you had Peyton, you had. Peyton, for Peyton, a lot of it, was the number one player at that position, right? Peyton was the most prepared football coach, football coach, football player I've ever been around. Most prepared by far. No, no one prepared like Peyton. Um, I was actually fortunate enough to be around both, and Peyton, my goodness, prepared a lot, uh, prepared very well. So yeah, I don't. I'll I'll let you keep going, but I just wanted to talk about that point, and uh, I feel I feel pretty good about it still, and I think that this could be a whole podcast on its own, and I think we got to have knee brace on, and uh, maybe we could get like you know Patty Swags back in here, and we could have a big round table. <laughs> I mean, but here, okay, okay, okay. Back to the Super Bowl. I mean, if people say Tom Brady's not that great, whatever. No, he, he is great. I don't want people to not say that. Like, he is great. Mm-hmm. Okay, because my thing is this. The Buccaneers, I think, for the last two seasons, obviously prior to this last one of them winning, were the bottom of the bucket, I think, when it came to, um, I think it was points per game, I believe, as an offense. Um, bottom. I, I think I was bottom of the barrel. And then I don't think that's sudden, right. They were the bottom of something. They mentioned it during the Super Bowl. Uh, knee brace, Anders, Dan, Dan, the man, if you guys know what I'm talking about. I cannot think of it at the top of my head, but long story short, once Brady steps on scene, that team goes from the bottom to the top in the first season. In the first year, they'd not only just become a f- – you know, above 500 team, which, you know, they weren't that terrible of a team. They don't just become, you know, winners of their division. They win the goddamn Super Bowl against the defending champs, against a Patrick Mahomes, against a Tyreek Hill. Granted, that defense played some phenomenal football. I mean, lights out football. I give Brady the GOAT tag because just like Michael Jordan, you can sit there and look at the stats all you want, but when he steps into a team, he elevates every single player's game around him. And that's what all the players say. You feel, I mean, you already feel obligated to play your best football. Obviously, if you're out there putting on the pads, you better play. But it seems like when you get around Brady, and I'm sure obviously the players who play with Michael Jordan LeBron James can say the same thing where it's like you feel more obligated to play at your best every single snap, every single, you know, whatever. You have to play your best football, your best basketball, whatever. And I feel like that's what Brady brings to the table. That's what he brings to the table. And then you can still throw the stats on there too. Stats rings in his way to elevate the players around him. You don't see that. You kind of do. You see, you see moments of it with the Russell Wilson. You see, obviously, you see moments of it with an Aaron Rodgers. You see moments of it with other great quarterbacks as well. But when you talk about consistency, day in and day out, you can't ignore it. But as we all know, pretty boring, boring Super Bowl. Um, I, I'm surprised the Chiefs team scored touchdown. That's weird. That's that was the surprising thing for sure. Right, that's weird. All because they just shut down Tyreek Hill. They literally, if you actually go back and watch the, the game, it almost looks like they're in a prevent defense. They have three high, 
they had three high RJ the entire time. But then what would happen right when the white run, you know, the ball was snapped, one would immediately rush down into the middle, like middle, middle, middle field, what have you, of middle of the play, linebacker depth. And they would kind of form into this cover three, but they shut Tyreek down big time. I think he may have had one catch, maybe two. And that was it. That deep play threat was done, which I think is why Mahomes was scrambling for his life, trying to just make a play. That Take away that deep threat, and they were just neutralized. So, um, What was I going to say? Oh, by the way, the 2019 Tampa Bay Buccaneer offense. Third? Were they third? In the league. Top three. Yeah. Well, see, I wish you would have watched the game because you would be you would know what I'm saying. The announcer. Yeah. The announcer I, be, I wonder if they're talking about the defense because the defense of 2019 was really bad. But part of it was they were put in really bad position by the – unless up. you're talking about turnovers because they were last in the league in well, turnovers. Yeah. Ask Jameis. Jameis. Right. <laughs> 30, 31, or 32. No, he said something along the lines of they were outscored or some cra- – there's a stat for everything. In freaking football and basketball, they, but um, you know Brady obviously turned it around. Brady had, in order to win the Super Bowl, Tom Brady had to beat Drew Brees. In New yeah, Orleans. this is the, this is the most <laughs> impressive thing about this run. In New Orleans, had to beat Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau Field, and had to beat Patrick Mahomes. Pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Well, the Buccaneers had to do it. Tom Brady was on the team. So <laughs> Yeah. That's how I feel. But obviously, you know, we had to mention a little bit about that, but it honestly wasn't that exciting of a football game. It wasn't. You didn't miss anything. Was there any but, even good commercials? Because I didn't even hear anything about any good nope. commercials. There was a couple good trailers that like I watched <laughs> afterwards, but like it just seemed no, like it was completely like the most 2020 Super Bowl ever. Yeah. Um, my honest opinion. I mean, in order to wrap this all up, you didn't miss anything. That's just it. And I, I feel like everyone can agree with that. If you're trying to explain the Super Bowl to someone who didn't watch it, other than Patrick Mahomes making the greatest incomplete passes ever, you didn't miss anything. That's about I, it. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. So that's I would just Bowl. describe it like take the year 2020 and put it into a football game. <laughs> and, um, you know, the Chiefs were America and the Buccaneers were COVID. And that's what it was. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Well, let's go ahead and let's get into some fan control football. That, that the Super Bowl was, was boring. But. Let's talk about the real, the real Super Bowl coming up. Real quick, real quick. Okay. Then let's transition. My my apologies. I forgot to mention something. Didn't mention about Gronk. I think Gronk is the greatest finesser ever. This dude just finessed the whole entire National Football League. He chilled all year. (laughs) I guess that's the one thing you can mention about the game. This dude was dormant all year and then played lights out football. I mean, the stats wouldn't. Honestly, in the entire playoffs, he played lights out football. But that that game, he definitely showed out. And you know, that's the crazy part about it is you know, and obviously Antonio Brown scored a touchdown. You know, Tom Brady's conversation with Antonio Brown is very similar to the conversation he had with Gronk is if you come and play with me in Tampa Bay, I will take us to the Super Bowl. You know, he said that. You know it. And he freaking did it. They did it. They did it. It's remarkable. And and good for Gronk. That dude, I don't know how his body still puts up with it. <laughs> but whatever. On to on to some real football, as you said. <laughs> the the real Super Bowl coming up. Let's talk about the fan control football league. What what? Let's ex- let's explain it to those All who right. may not understand. I pulled up I pulled up the rules because there are some really big differences in the rules that I didn't know. So basically, all right, it's a four-team league. 
It's set up very similarly to arena football, but it's a 50-yard field, so it's only half the field. Mm-hmm. No special teams, no kicking. And then the games are broadcast on Twitch. They have an app for it, which I use to help draft, which is really cool. Their announcers are really good, by the way. I don't know who they are, but they were announcing the draft. And, like, I was entertained. I was engaged the whole time. Um, But uh, so basically for the past, like, month and a half or so, uh, it's taking place in Atlanta. So all these players went to a bubble in Atlanta. Like, they've been practicing. And during these practices, the announcers – and some other uh, evaluators, they have talent evaluators, were taking notes of each player. And then right. they put them on a graph for, like, their skills for this draft. So you could click on the player and see what they're good at. Like, so for wide receivers, it was release, route running, um, uh, receiving ability, yards after catch, and, like, uh, blocking or something like that. Right. So – you could see like who was good at what, and then you could draft based on that. And then the offensive line and tight ends were considered one player, and then the defense was all considered one player. So it's seven on seven. So it's gonna be like high. It's gonna be really high scoring. It's gonna be fast paced. It's broadcast on Twitch, and how you did the draft is how you're gonna like call plays. So, like, the viewers pick the plays for <laughs> offense and defense. You pick what team you want, and then when you go, like, you basically are taking a survey, and whoever has the most, that's the play that you're going to go with. So, like, or whatever They're whatever player, three, player. They do it time. real time. They do it real time. Jeez. Um, DeAndre Francois is a quarterback. He was from at Florida State a couple years ago. There are some. Uh, sorry, Nebrace asked a asked a question. Any names we'd know? I <laughs> I'm so excited about this. Like, I'm really excited. I don't know why. I've been having so much fun for the entire week. Like really <laughs> bagging on Twitter. Like it's been a lot of fun. Like, dude, th- they are having a lot of fun with this league, and you could tell. And I I'm really excited. And I don't mean this in a bad way. But um, it it has a little bit of professional wrestling vibe, and like the um, how much fun they're having, like, and then the entrances, like each time they call a player, like you know they go out and they dance their way down and stuff, and uh, like uh, they had like some practice stuff going on during the draft, and they um, oh yeah, the biggest name is probably Johnny Football, Johnny Football's quarterback of the right. Zappers, I think, mm-hmm. um. I hope they lose every game. So I agree. <laughs> um, I agree. Yeah, that I think I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Like the draft was fun. Like I was checking in on it while I had a different meeting going on, and then I was like trying to pick for drafting. And, yeah. Um. So I I thought there's four teams. It's a round robin. I think they play each other twice, and then they have a playoffs. And then um, I'm a oh. One big thing too is you draft like there's a one player I think that you hold on to for the whole year. Otherwise, you redraft every game. And it's the same players that get redrafted. So that's kind of cool. It's kind of like schoolyard pickup. That's exactly what it's like. I actually didn't know that. So before the draft, there was one player that each team could tag to like, right. and then I think that you can tag to. Uh, Hold on to them afterwards. So, like, Johnny Football was the first one to get tagged. And right. then uh, the Wild Aces tagged someone. There's, uh, I think, a running back got tagged. So, it's really, yeah, it's, it's A, it's interesting. B, it seems like a lot of fun. Like, people really know what it's called fan-controlled football. FCF. And it's all about the Glacier Boys. Come on. So you picked probably the worst-looking team in the league, the Glacier Boys, that are totally getting dunked on every other second on Twitter. I'm one of them dunking on it. It's freaking – it's the so most, much fun. It's so most, much fun. The most entertaining outcome is the most likely. <laughs> and then uh, – so I'm, I'm on the Wild Aces bandwagon. And then um, – Dan the man just said that he's a beast boy. Okay. 
So it's, it's, it's all about the ice boys, man. It's all about. So how they pick their owners. So the, the way that this is different too is the owners don't control them any money at all. What they wanted were influencers, people with a lot of followers and people who could increase fan engagement. So do you, who's the owners of your team? Quavo, which is from Migos, for those who may not know. And, oh, the second one. Uh, there's Richard three, Sherman. Thank you. I might say there's three of them, but obviously two we all know. Yep, Richard Sherman. Um, obviously I don't I don't know owner. if you know the guy that's the owner of the Wild Aces, though. Or, well, it's it's a company. but So I've been listening to this podcast forever called Kind of Funny. They are the owners of the Wild Aces. And uh, the the logo and the name is an inside joke from the podcast, but it's still I love the logo. I think it looks good. And then um, and then you have uh, Austin Eckler is the second owner of the Wild Aces. I'm a fan of Eckler. I must admit. So the Beasts are owned by um, Marshawn Lynch. And who's the other one? So yeah, Glacier Boys, Quavo. Uh, so there's three. I, I can't remember the third guy's name. I think he's just some, you know, somebody. But Quavo from Migos and Richard Sherman. I mean, we all know Richard Sherman is one of the biggest trash talkers in, in football. Uh, <clears throat> he's kind of got that Twirl Owens vibe. Ocho Cinco, for sure. But uh, the Glacier Boys iced out. Come on now. Come on now. They better have a freaking turnover chain or something. On they aren't side. going to. Oh my gosh! You know why? They're messing up, dude. Have you seen their jerseys? You want to talk about bland? Like they totally (laughs) saw what the Wild Aces were doing, and they're like, "Actually, I kind of like this. Make the pink red, and (laughs) I guess make it a little bit of a deeper blue. And then you know, well, it's ours. It's ours. You can't. They didn't do it. We did it first. Kind of a thing. (laughs) So, I mean, I, 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 all in all, I'm excited. So the Wild Aces actually play my team this this weekend the glacier boys saturday um saturday at 7 p.m maybe we should put a little wager on this huh i'm thinking i'm thinking we jump on and we we watch with people and we vote like um what should the wager be knee brace just texted me i think what's up oh knee brace is heading to bed all right man. (laughs) glad glad you got to hear the fiery hot Tom Brady take and talk about fan control football league. <laughs> Look it up. Fan control football league. It's, it is fantastic. It's a really great idea. And so far they're cashing in on it. I hope, I really hope that they do take off. Somebody asked me at work if I thought it'd be successful. And I asked, yeah. what do they think successful is? Right. I think it could be as popular as the arena football league. I think that Absolutely. that would be very successful. Absolutely. And I could see that. I could see that happening in the first season. Like, if this is a good product on the field, I love it. So one thing I found out during the draft, and that's why I pulled up the rules, there's some differences. Dan the man asked about uh, why some teams drafted a quarterback that already had one. Every third series, your backup quarterback has to run the team. So that's why teams drafted a second quarterback. So – Going into the second week of the draft, and you kind of know how the games are going to play out and which, how to build a team, you can see the the quarterbacks lasted to like the last pick. They might be the first pick coming up in the next one. Okay, my thing is, you know, my what I've been harping on before is I, I want to see how they're going to go about the interviewing process because I really, really loved that. Like I stated, the the AAF when they were interviewing yep. the players right off the field. I want to see if they're going to do that just because that that's a component to the game that we are not familiar with. Uh, you know, you don't get that in the NFL. You don't get to interview the players until after the game. You interview the head coach during halftime as he's maybe running to the locker room. But, you know, they're the AAF, the AAF they were interviewing players Soon as they like, I mean, you throw an interception. As soon as that quarterback would walk to the sideline, there's a mic in their face. <laughs> I mean, it's hot, a hot take, which was something different. And to also touch on LJ, what you just stated, I think that's a really good response that you had to that individual. Where it's like, what what is, what do you define as success with a football league that's not the National Football League? Um, because obviously, any other 
league is not going to be able to compete with the National Football League. We're talking, you know, the Shield may be the last thing standing on Earth when we're all gone. So I think that's a really good point where it's the FCF, the FCF, the fan-controlled football league, I think it would be successful if it becomes or if it gets on the same platform as arena football. Absolutely. I actually like the A the AAF was making some traction too. Yeah, it was. Time. And what it, that's why it's so important that these owners don't control the money because so, the USFL was making yeah. traction and then I think everybody knows what happened there. An owner refused to pay his workers. Right, and then right. same thing happened in the AAF. A team mismanaged their money, couldn't pay any yeah. of their employees and the team didn't have, or the league didn't have enough money to be able to save them. So then the exactly. league ended up going under. Well, the XFL, the XFL <laughs> was actually popular. It was doing a really good. Um, it was, it was getting a lot of uh, ratings. But COVID, they couldn't survive COVID because they couldn't play anymore. So that's. That was what was terrible about the XFL. It was actually good games too. Like for the most part, the the product was really good in the XFL. So a couple couple rules that are pretty cool, I think. The um, the coin toss is rock paper scissors, <laughs> uh, and the fans pick who's going to go out to choose rock paper scissors. Um, for an onside kick, you can do it at any time. You get the ball at the ten yard line, fourth and ten. You convert, you get the ball. Like you don't, that. you give it up to the other team. See, I like that because that's what the NFL was gonna. Uh, they were gonna adopt that. Yeah, the NFL actually talked about doing that. And obviously, it was what was it? Yeah. The NFL was like fourth and ten from the yeah. thirty-five, and then the other team would get the ball wherever you ended if you didn't convert it. So I, I thought that that would be amazing. Yeah. So the scoring yeah. should be really high. That's gonna be sweet, man. So, so I didn't actually check out the entire schedule. Are are there two games? What did you say? There's four. All so I saw, games, all right? I saw was one game on Saturday night. So, so probably the other ones on Sunday. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, all eyes are on just those on just on that game. I like it. I really, really do. Uh, I really. Obviously, the team that Johnny Menzel's on is going to get the most hype just because of his following. Um, I don't know. So the thing about the Wild Aces and the thing about Kind of Funny is they are easily the least known. Like, nobody really knows them, but they have high fan engagement. So That's true. That's true. The Wild Aces account is like 100 followers behind the entire league's account. (laughs) And then last night during the draft – the Twitch that kind of funny had had yeah. more viewers than the official Twitch of the league. Yeah, like they I, they I, they have a lot of engagement there. My question is, where did this money come from? Just I guess some. It's investors. probably a startup, and I don't know how much they're paying the players either. Like that goes into it too. I know the you could tell that the players care. Like the players really do care. Like when they were getting drafted last night. Well, because I think that that I think uh, a quarterback from the what league was that? The uh, XFL. There's an XFL players yeah, in this league. With, he signed with the. Well, no, no. Remember, their uh, quarterback just signed with the Washington football team. That was yeah, the, uh, Heineke. Yeah. So I, so these players are now seeing that. Wait, this. This we actually can have a chance to get into the league, yeah. You know, by showcasing our skills on on this platform. So I'd be excited too. And I seriously think we got to steal. I mean, no, we don't know. I'm not familiar with any of the players. Are you, RJ? There's there's a couple Other that I've heard of. I mean, there's DeAndre Francois was Florida State quarterback, yeah, who played yeah. F- fine there. Okay. Um, Dan the man just said uh, Ace's jerseys are. Uh, Fire is like, yeah, they are. They are freaking about, awesome. Dan and man, what about Glacier Boys? Come on, the Glacier Boys. Ice, they just have to do it right. If they don't do it right, then it's going to be just terrible. But they can right. really market. They can market that so sweet. They really can. I um, 
so yeah, I don't know really any names outside of Johnny Manziel and Francois, but I'm I'm liking the kid that we got. I checked him out a little bit. Uh, a receiver that we drafted, Andrew, I believe is his name. Um, he really gives me the Scotty Miller vibes. Dan oh, I saw you tweet that, and he got back mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Some like Scotty Miller vibes. Uh, you know, just the the white kid, but fast. You don't think that they're fast, but they are kind of shifty, fast. Maybe a maybe a they have a they have a high here. motor, high high football IQ. <laughs> yeah. They're very, they're very smart. They don't those give buzz, up. Those buzzwords <laughs> announcers always, always say. But um, yeah, yeah, I tweeted at him. Um, congratulations! Not really congratulated. I was just, I'm really hype on him. And yeah, he tweeted back. So he, I think he's going to be a still. I think he's going to be a playmaker. Um, I don't know. All in all, I'm just excited. This, I'm just excited to see another league. I'm really excited for these players to get a chance because because what happened to the AAF as well, which most people don't know, because the AAF actually uh, they they came out and said something about it, but for some reason it didn't catch much attention. They were actually upset at the NFL. The NFL didn't want to release any of the funds to them. Didn't want to pay to help them out. Uh, which, in a sense, it could be a you know a competitor of theirs, but. The AAF was hoping that the NFL would view them as, you know, like a like a D league or something like that. Yeah, like Develop- a developmental. Exactly. Allow for the player instead of going to the NFL and not playing well. Then obviously, once you're booted out, you're done. You know, you can get booted down to the D league, kind of like baseball or and, and soccer. Every NBA other has the G league now too, and that's exactly what it's for. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> every other sport has it. Honestly, right now I can't think of another sport that uh, team sport that doesn't have it. Uh, I mean, that's what NFL mm-hmm. Europe used to be, right? Yeah, so that's what the AAF wanted, but stingy NFL was not going to help them out with funds or anything. So obviously they had to file bankruptcy. So I like that the fan controlled football league is not giving the money to the owners or whatever. It's yeah, but that still brings in the question of where are they getting this money from. Obviously, there's probably. Some- I know they got. I know they had investors. Like they had, they actually had a lot of people interested. Um, yeah. In it, they were going to do it in Vegas. I remember when they first talked about it. They ta- they were going to start this last year, I believe. COVID derailed it. Okay. So then now they push it to now, and I think that it was they've been better for it. To be honest, they seem That's like they're true. more ready. Like. If you look up highlights from that draft last night, I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. They have a really cool field, and they have a really cool, like, background. So, like, they ran a route, and a DB made a hell of a play to knock the ball away, and the dude gets up on the ramp that they come down to the field. They started dancing. Yeah, it was was really cool. So, if the the players have fun like that, and it looks good, and there's a few throws and catches that they did in like the the highlighter showcase, yeah. that was uh, some really good football plays. That I think that this is the sky's the limit. I'm really excited for. It. I'm really. I'm saying I bought a shirt. I was hoping it was gonna be in. <laughs> I was gonna pick. You know, show everybody what's up. Like I I bought some merch. I'm that's how much I'm into this, and I know you did too. I did. I did my shirt. Hopefully it arrives before Saturday. Probably not. It's not going to because I bought mine last week and it still hasn't shipped. (laughs) All right. Hopefully I get it next week for next game. But that's the thing, man. You allow the players to control it. Obviously the fans are controlling it, but the players are as well are controlling it. Um, The fan engagement that is, it's more excitement, man. It's more excitement. You allow for the sport to breathe on its own. You allow for it to, be way more engaged. It provides more engagement. And it just, and that's okay. Perfect example. Just like what you stated, the WWE, when it was even the WWF, that entire sport is based off the fans. Yeah. <laughs> or, it still is. It. I mean, it still is. <laughs> right. It's all about the fan engagement, period. Obviously we know it's fake, but it's just, it's thriving. It's, it's thriving right now. And it always has been thriving because of the fans. And that's what the FCF is doing. And I think, yeah, just like you said, the sky's the limit. I'm the sky's the limit for them. I'm so excited. I'm <laughs> I don't even know why. I 
Twitter's been a lot of fun. I've been I've been really messing with like the Glacier Boys and getting a lot of retweets and stuff. But that's good. Um, yeah, it's that's good. been that's been a lot of fun. I think it's uh, like I said, something new, and yeah, there may be something even better about it being you know not you know not having you know thirty two teams. That's what I think. One of the smart things they did because originally I think they were going to have like eight or ten. And then yeah. they dropped it to four. And so really- I think that that's really going to help them. Because they, it, your player pool is smaller, so the money you need to start it is less. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that really does help. Oh, knee brace. <laughs> Going in on me? Knee brace was typing some things. <laughs> but... uh uh, in the in our chat, but yeah, so that's 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 exciting, and so that's this Saturday at seven. Is it is that seven Eastern? No, that's seven Central. Okay, okay, so eight PM Eastern. Uh, that's a beautiful time too. That's that's perfect. And each game. game is an hour, two twenty minute halves. They want it to be. They want to keep it Ooh. to about an hour. Ooh, how many timeouts? Three timeouts. Okay. So it's so it's gonna be really it's gonna be really cool if they keep it to an yeah. hour like and it's fast paced. It's, like, it's like college basketball, right? College basketball is two halves. Yeah, still, two right? halves. Yeah, yeah. But yep. yeah, I mean, with our short attention spans, new league, <laughs> you don't want three hour games. Mm-mm. I think. I mean, you're 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 nailing it, man. Because th- those are some really good points. That's true. You, you you obviously scale down on the teams so people can just you know don't throw thirty two teams at them and say hey pick pick a team people get too overwhelmed start with four you can easily pick a team you can easily follow that team twenty minute halves two halves that's 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 some pretty good marketing right that's a that's a pretty good structure the the right people there. who started this like pretty I think they might have started a little high and COVID <laughs> brought them back to earth but it, it seems like it was the perfect lessons that they learned and um they're they're approaching it with the humility you kind of need to but they're having fun and you can just tell when when they're talking the amount of fun that they're having with these kids like um you know the the wild aces posted a video so one of the quarterbacks listens to kind of funny so he wanted to be on the wild aces really bad so he (laughs) actually campaigned to get tagged by the wild aces and they put together a video where they had him believing that they were going to cut the league was going to cut him over like one or two plays in the scrimmage that he didn't do and it was actually a video of the uh wild aces tagging him and like yeah it was, was it was a was, really really good video that's when they they called him into the office right yeah i saw that did you watch yeah. the full one where they they knock on the hotel room door uh-uh yeah they knocked on the hotel room door and he's he, they were walking. He's like, so how do you think you played? And he's like, I think I played pretty good. You know, one incompletion, but like, you know, I, there was a couple plays that I left on the field, like could have made it a touchdown instead of just like a 20 yard gain or whatever. And uh, I really wish that I floated that incompletion. It would have been a touchdown. And he's like, yeah, you, you left some, you left quite a few plays out on the field. That I think, I think you need to be honest with yourself here. And then they walk into the room and the guy's like, Hey, you know I'm doing cuts today, right? And he's like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm doing cuts today. You know that, right?" Goes, "Oh, <laughs> I didn't." He's like, "All right, let's watch the scrimmage, and we'll take some notes, and you let me know how you think you played watching this video." And then the video comes up, and it's Austin Eckler, Greg Miller, and uh, the third <laughs> owner, cool. and they talked about it, and it was it was a sweet <laughs> video. I I highly I recommend looking part. it up. I saw that part because then once they told him, he, yeah, he kept saying, let's go. Because he was like, yeah. I, I, I thought I only threw like a few incomplete passes. And he kept just saying, let's go. And good for him. Yeah. I, I, I felt happy for him. I really did. Um, and that's just, I think that's the awesome part about it too, man. It's, it's difficult to get to the National Football League, but that shouldn't just be the end for somebody's, you know, football days. Absolutely. I'm just because. Yeah. Go for it. I was going to say, just because just the National Football League is so sh- strict, so tough to get into. And, and yeah, I mean, it's obviously the top of the top of the planet. But 
you know, there can be another league that's just as good that that maybe takes a slither of that pie, you know, from possibly from the National Football League. It's great that they're obviously in different times, you know, of the of the year, but allow for the players to still, you know, chase chase a dream. Before Kurt Warner was a Hall of Fame NFL quarterback, he was a Hall of Fame Arena League quarterback. That's how he got his start. And he was he was old when he got his right. uh start with the Rams or was he was he was with somebody else before the Rams, I think. But like obviously his first NFL roster was the Rams. Right. Yeah. That's I mean Steve remember. Young went to the USFL for I a mean, couple of years. Kurt Warner was bagging groceries. Right. Yeah, he was bagging groceries playing for the Iowa Barnstormers. Oh, so he was doing it at the same time. Yes. When he was reading football. Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was at the Because they, they didn't pay very right. ma- much at all at the Arena Football League. So it's a good example, though, Kurt Warner. I mean, he, although. And then look at Tyler Heineke here. Kurt Warner, though, when we talk about the greatest show on turf, it's called the greatest show on turf for a reason. That dude had weapons around him. He had one of the greatest running backs, arguably. And I don't think he's one of the greatest, but when people no, say No, he is one know. of the greatest all around, Marshall, for sure. Marshall Falk all around. Yeah, you have a running back running post routes out the backfield. That's <laughs> yeah. impressive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they did that play religiously, but then he proved himself when he went to the Cardinals. He proved himself. I mean, and in between <laughs> the Rams and the – uh, Cardinals was his Giants stint. Do you remember that? I do not. He, he had he had like twelve fumbles in six games, and they benched him for <laughs> Eli. What? Heck? How old was I? How do I not remember that? Because it was like it was like four or five games, and then he was cut. And That's then he went to the Cardinals the next year, and he started to light it up again. Balled out, balled out. That's a good example. You know, somebody who played in the D league of the NFL and, and went on to the NFL and played some lights out football, some lights out football. So yeah, that's what, that's the exciting part about the FCF. And that's why we wanted to mention it because you can chat with the players. You could pick the players plays. You could pick the players who you want on the, the roster for next week. There's just that complete engagement. That is very rare that I think the NFL Maybe could be kicking themselves in the butt for, but I, I mean, I mean that's a, that's a that's a stretch. That's a stretch. NFL doesn't need to do that, but <laughs> it's who knows? You, you never know where this can go. That's the thing about it. I I'm excited to see how this goes, and I mean it, it's startup. So hey, anybody who's listening now and had no idea on it, you're getting in on the ground floor. It's something that you can tell your friends about. Be like, hey, this is how hip I am. <laughs> I found out about this on my own. Yeah. Take all the credit. Take it all. Take it all. Just watch. Okay, so Because it's going to be fun. Quick question. So when it comes to picking the plays, they go to the voting system, right? Well, who picks the plays that people can vote on? They have offensive coordinators. Okay. They'll put the plays up there. I want to say I'd be lying. I'm not even going to try to say. I don't know. I don't know how many is going to be up there to okay. be able to vote on. Well, hopefully just four. That's yeah. what I was thinking, like yeah. four or five. Especially if you're talking about a play clock here and stuff. I mean, hopefully just, you know. it may not. There may not be a play clock, but the playbook is the same for all four teams. That's why you can draft every player to every team. The playbook's the same. Just running the plays is different. That's sweet, man. See, I, I... So the coaches, the coaches are coaching all the players. They only They only have, like... Yeah, like the coaches are rooting okay. for the players personally. They're not rooting for a team, and they're there to okay. coach everybody. Which I didn't, I didn't know that until um, a couple weeks ago when I saw that, and it's like, okay, I get that. That's really cool. That kind of, that kind of is. That, that's very unique. I mean, the entire thing is unique, but that's a very unique piece to it. You know, you're just coaching a pool of players, and then when it's game time, you just split them up. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's backyard football. That's like this is like backyard football, but like at a high level, obviously. Right. And yeah, I mean it's. It, I mean it's it's tackle football, correct? Yep. Because yeah, it's all the yeah. pads and stuff. Okay, cool. All right, cool. 
Yeah, see, I almost wish, which that would have been way, way harder to do. because Oh, and they have to count three Mississippi before they rush, and they have okay. to yell, three Mississippi, as they're running in. <laughs> nice. I mean, I... I'm not, I'm lying about that. How, how do you believe you got one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, and they run in. I tra- mean, the thing is, this is a league that I no one knows about, <laughs> so it's like... I can't believe you believe that. It's, I didn't know that. At the end of the game, if it's a tie game, both teams go into the end zone. The quarterback yells, scramble, throws the ball as high as he can in the air. Whoever ends up with the ball wins. <laughs> Jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's it's. I, when it comes to picking the plays, see, I would get very annoyed. See, that's why I don't know if I'm ever going to pick an actual play because, you know, I'm going to go in with the mindset of an actual, like, okay, uh, you know, I'm taking notes here on the side and, and figuring out what plays were successful, what plays weren't successful. You know, we're going into the second half of the game. You know, we've completed this play about 17% of the times and this play about 33% of the time. Long story short, and obviously break it down with, you know, when it was successful on what down, what yardage, all that jazz. People are just going to be picking four verts every time. <laughs> Bro, you need to push your glasses up when you talk about that. I'm going to be four, taking notes 17% four, of the time. You don't, that's just normal what you do as, I mean, it's what your offensive coordinator does. Uh, that's their job, actually. You know, what a success rate of each play. Um, situational football, when you're using those plays, you got to go with your gut. Down, first down, uh, maybe fourth and two. Um, what, what part of the field are you on? Um, but obviously, this is being from 50 yards in. So it sounds like uh, just a 50 yard field. People are going four verts every. Uh, <laughs> see that? <laughs> There'll be a lot of interceptions. I, I, you know, if it's me, I'm going the Madden route. I'm doing like you know uh, two slants and then two quick outs, and I'm spamming it every play. You you ain't you can jump those out routes, but you ain't stopping them slants. You can jump those slants, but I'm gonna get that out route, bruh. Every time you're just gonna you're it, something's gonna be open on the one side of the field. You just look there and you make your decision. Are you hitting the slant? Are you hitting the out? Are you looking to the right? Or are you looking to the left this time? I don't know. You know the crazy part is, do they let? Okay, so when it comes to choosing plays, do they let anybody choose them, or do you have to like just a? You, you know, have to be like a, a fan of that team, right? Okay, and then they have like these fan IQ points. So, like, the more you participate under your profile, the, yeah. like, more your vote is weighted for when Ooh. you decide, like, who to draft and for the plays. So, you do have weighted votes. So, like, you, what you're talking, you should be on Twitch, have it up, watching it, their Twitch channel, and you should be, like, telling people, like, acting like the offensive coordinator. This is what we need to run. This is well, what's working. That. Then... You get people to watch your stream and then follow you. And dude, you're the, you're the offensive coordinator. You pick with you pick the plays. Do that. That's easy because what we're looking at. You said seven on seven, right? Yeah, seven on seven. Yeah. Well, it's easy to watch routes uh, when there's no offensive line. It's uh, is there an off? There's no offensive line. Yeah, there's an offensive line and there's a defensive line. There's three That's offensive. Not- there's three offensive linemen. So they can do run plays. Yep, it's it's like it's oh. almost exactly like uh, arena football. Okay, I like that. Okay, so then yeah, I'm gonna. That's be how that's how arena football was. I'm gonna be watching and with that mindset of notepad and and I mean it's easy to do that. I mean you just break each drive down. Um, yeah. So like when we're drafting, I was looking at running backs and I'm like, okay, seven on seven, you're gonna want a running back they can catch. Yep. You don't want like I don't think you want a power running running back, but not in this league. I don't think that people were paying attention, so I think they picked the first running back's name on there, which didn't really matter for the stats. It was just like randomized to what players were where. So I would almost rather pick a running back who was better catching. Yeah. I would I would want a James White. Yep. That's 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 what I was looking for. That's you, what I was want, looking for. You want a James White back there. Yeah, you can still you can still get you three to four yards uh, sometimes, but you are. I mean, it's seven on seven. You make one guy miss, and next thing you know, you got a twenty five yard gain. True. So yeah, I can I can I can I can sniff out 
defense coverages too. And I'm 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 assuming this if they're it's the same plays across the board, we're going to be seeing just basic cover three, cover four, cover two, and man. Probably I, not even. I think you're right. I think I think that that is what's going to be on defense. Maybe like a couple blitzes here and there, but so the blitzes. Will, so when they blitz, I'm assuming when they blitz, it's just going to be cover zero. It's just going to be man, man across the board. Nah, it's jailhouse man. blitz, field goal block. <laughs> even though there's no field goals, get in there. <laughs> nope. How you usually do it to make it very simple for everybody is you man every position, and for the linebackers. If the running back goes in this direction, this linebacker mans him. This linebacker blisses. If the running back goes in this direction, you know he mans him. This linebacker blisses. I you just gotta have a fast linebacker that doesn't cover, just gets to the quarterback. He's so fast. <laughs> so we're gonna be seeing. Oh wait, that's just the Packers linebackers, and they're not fast yep. enough to do that. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm talking about <laughs> the wrong stuff here. Cover zero blitzes. Cover two. Cover three. Uh, yeah, I, I doubt they'll even go cover four. So this is going to be exciting. This is going to be pretty cool. I'm actually going to steal that idea, and, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. And then we're going to we're, we're be putting our votes in. Heavily weighted votes. And that means you need to get on the app and start, like, <laughs> filling out, like, the surveys and stuff so you get your heavily weighted. Fragile rock. Hail Mary every play. Fragile, you know it. You know that's what they're going to do. You know yeah. Yeah. Every fourth box, it's going to be three plays here. The fourth one's going to say Hail Mary. That mug, at least every time, is going to have 50% of the votes in there. <laughs> every time. I'm, I'm going to be so mad. And I, I that's going to be annoying. That that would be annoying. But if you think about just like you just threw me in for a loop when you said that, man, where the coaches are coaching all the players. So it's the same playbook. If you're having the same playbook for all four teams, I'm assuming you're only going to have about. You're only going to have about 15 plays. Yeah, I was going to say 20, 20 at the most. (laughs) Yeah, maybe because you can have your basic 10 plays and you just, you know, make one simple variation. Yep. On it. Um to change it so it's gonna be exciting you know it's gonna be exciting i i i'm i'm i will be tuned in yeah we will we'll we'll tweet out like uh when we're gonna jump on like who's gonna who's gonna be streaming it and stuff like that we'll try to try to get this made up so uh dan the man we will be bringing in some some people man we will be bringing some people on uh this is what only our fifth episode for sports i think yep Oh yeah, we're so episode five. Yeah, so uh, we got some people, especially now. I kind of wanted to wait till the season was over. Um, so yeah, I obviously got an arsenal of players I can reach out to. How's that uh, training with Jalen Berger going? Um, no, I'm not going to do it during spring football. Oh, I, I mess. Yeah, so I messaged him and I was like, "Wait, you're already going through training right now for spring football. I'm not. Let's not do this right now. Do it during the summer." Because that's during that summer break is when I made my biggest jump. But yeah, they're they're in the weight room right now, already crushing it for spring football. So I'm like, mm, no, not right now. So do you tell them to get used, start getting used to cottage cheese? I don't understand how that made me lose weight, but it was the running. But uh, it's the protein. Milk's good for you. Ch- <laughs> no, it is not. Yes, so, it is. Milk is great for you. Look at me. I grew up big and strong. Everybody knows now that milk is not good for you. We're the milk only is human. great for you. We're only human. We're the only animal that drinks another animal's milk. You you've never seen a monkey milk a pig? They ha- <laughs> it's all over the internet. <laughs> I've seen monkeys drink out of bottles full of milk, but what is that milk? It's not monkey milk. Breast milk from a monkey? No. Breast milk from a human? Breast milk from a human. Goat milk. Anyways, so we got Super Bowl. Obviously, that was boring. Congrats to the Buccaneers. That's a stacked football team, I will admit. Not anymore. Um, Yeah, right. Um FCF, FCF, that's going to be some exciting things. Fan-controlled football league. Look it up. It's really, really awesome. I cannot 
state that enough. Like they have some really cool ideas. It's just going to be fun. Like above all else, it's going to be fun. It is. And I think, well, I think we're going to go above and beyond. I think we're really going to, we're going to dive first, head first in it. I agree. We're going to glacier gear with your wild aces gear, which is similar to toilet paper. I think we're just going to do it all and then really, really get the bad boy going. So what else we got? Um, Obviously, we're on Twitch. We have to talk video games, huh? Yeah, let's. We could touch on it real quick. So, uh, I think everybody who is a longtime listener understands our affinity for The Last of Us, <laughs> the series. Um, anybody who doesn't know, um, The Last of Us yeah. is Monsa's favorite video game of all time. Last of Us Part Two is one of our favorite stories slash video games yeah. of all time. Um, I love it. It's fantastic stories. HBO show, The Last of Us, announced their casting. How do you feel about it? Um. Okay. So when, when they picked Ellie, um, man, what's her name? Um, she's the little girl from. She's um, Liana Mormont from uh, Game of Thrones. Game of, yep. Um, I actually like that because she's 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 a badass. She is. She was a badass in Game of Thrones. Um, and obviously for those who have played last of us, so we're not going to be throwing out any spoilers here for last of us, but we're just talking characters. Um, Ellie's a badass. Ellie is a badass. Bella Ramsey is the actress's name. That's right. Bella Ramsey. She, she played, um, the name you stated from game of Thrones. I actually never watched game of Thrones, but I do know that she's a badass in game of Thrones. Um, I'm cool with that. Um, you're not missing anything. Not watching Game of Thrones, by the way. Right. Then they picked uh, what's his name, Pedro uh, Pablo or Pablo? Is it Pablo or it's Pedro? Not pa- or? It's Pascal. Let me, let me look at it again. I just had it up. Me too. Gosh, darn it. And I knew his name, and I just totally spaced it. I'm pretty sure you're right. It's uh, I think Pedro it's, Pascal. Yeah. Yep, Pedro Pascal. Exactly. Okay, so then they chose obviously Why Pedro did I think Pascal. Pablo. That's yeah, okay. They did chose you play Pedro. Pablo Escobar in something. Go ahead. Probably. I'm sorry. I keep cutting you Probably. off. Go ahead. Keep no, going. no, no. You're good. I was thinking. Um, they picked Pedro. Pedro um, Pascal. Hey, hey, throw out a throw out a movie that he was in for those who may not. Um, well, he's the Mandalorian. The ah, Mandalorian. He is in Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Underrated movie. Kingsman Two. Uh, he's that? coming off of. Wonder Woman 1984, Monsa's favorite movie of it, all time. No, 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 um, no. That's what he knows he him was, for the most as is Wonder Woman 1984. Jeez, he was in Game of Thrones. I see yes, what they did there. he is the Sand Viper in Game of Thrones. Let's see what they... Okay, yep, so that's how people will get to know who we're talking about. So they chose Pedro Pascal for uh, Joel. So The Last of Us, for those who don't know, it's a story about Joel and a story about Ellie. Um, really, it's a story about Ellie, but obviously Joel plays a huge role too. Um, so everybody's been waiting around to see who they're going to choose for the HBO Max series that's you know coming out whenever it comes out. At first, I was not okay with that pick. Um, I wasn't. I was not okay with it, but after I slept on it and I actually saw some more. Did you want of, Mahershala Ali? No, no I, I did. Didn't. I did. Uh, and I I love that you did. I, I love the I love the idea, obviously, of getting somebody um, of color, getting them in a role. Uh, I love that idea, obviously. But I don't think that that I think it could go too far. Even when they were trying to cast Michael B. Jordan for Superman, like, no, Superman's a white character. Joel in The Last of Us is a white man um, because the the another example I can give you is why didn't they then why don't they cast a man for Ellie? It's like I feel like it needs to be a white man, but although it's not, we 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 have someone from the Latino culture that being Pedro Pascal. But after I slept on it and saw some photos of him, some different photos, I like it. I, I like it. I think they're going to do a good job. Um, I just hope that, and I'll, I'd love for you to chat in on this. I'm, I'm getting real long to here. I just hope that they write the story. I texted you this, RJ. I hope they write the story well. I really hope they do it well because I rant about the video game. I rant and rant and rant about it all the time to those who have not played the video game. 
obviously people may be checking out this series because there's going to be a huge marketing push on it. People are going to check it out. Obviously, people who loved um, The Walking Dead is going to check it out. Ooh, another zombie um, apocalyptic movie on HBO. I'm going to check it out. I hope they write it correctly because... If they don't, that then may turn those away from the video game who've never played the video game, which I want for people to play the video game. <laughs> I know I know you said that, and I didn't respond to it because I figured we'd talk about it. But uh, Right. When movies or TV shows are done poorly that are based on books, it doesn't stop people from reading the books. So, like, where the story's told correctly. So I feel like that, that could be the last of us because that story is told correctly in the video game. So even if they don't nail it, I don't know if it'll turn people off of the game. It may give them the premise. They're like, actually, I really like this premise. You're saying that story is even better. Yeah, but that's, I I, I get what you're saying, but that was booked though. Books are way more in depth than even sometimes video games. So I, 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 I guess my thing, it was just like, if, but yeah. My, okay, so, okay. so my brother's in the chat right now, and he he had such a good point for you. I wanna I wanna make sure I read this chat for you. You loved Wonder Woman 1984, and you probably didn't read the comic. So, isn't that a good allegory for just because you love something doesn't mean you're gonna play the video game? Oh my gosh! So, guys, I I hated I hated I hated Wonder Woman. I thought it was this I, is honestly, my favorite thing ever. No, wait, 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 let me rephrase that. Wonder Woman, the first one, is actually a really, really good movie from front to end. I actually really enjoyed the villain. If you're making a superhero movie, it's all about the villain. It's not about the superhero. The superhero is the same. Superheroes are the same cutout. You just put a different face on it, but they're doing the same thing. They're fighting for the people. They want to hide their identity. Um, a crisis happens to where they have to save their family or reveal their identity. Same stuff, same cutout, but it's all about the villain. I think the first Wonder Woman was great. The second one, come on, man. <laughs> come on. It was terrible. I don't know. I've never so, seen it. So you watched it a little bit when I was at your house. Uh, what was it, like two weeks ago? But not, <laughs> you, but not really. I was playing with the kids. I didn't even – I didn't watch I much of it at all. You pulled a chair up to the television, and you got some popcorn, and – yeah, you had your little lasso. Totes and, my goats. But long story short. Okay, I can agree with you on that. I, I, I just get a little paranoid. because I, really I know, because you, you really story. want people to enjoy the game, which I get. Man, totally get. Come on. That's one of the greatest. And again, I, I, I have not beat God of War yet, but that's one of the greatest stories uh, in a video game that I really can't think of another video game that has done that each character they did a great job of character development the story it's not it's it, it's one of those stories where i love it too it's where it's, it's not about the zombies ah. <laughs> right it's about the human interaction so yeah that's kind of how walking dead ended up too but yeah exactly like so that. <clears throat> all right let's let's wrap this up how do you is it a must watch Wow, must, must watch. <laughs> I can keep going. Actually, this is a good conversation. I know. Um, it is a must watch. Um, I for those who have not played that, and and Drunkman, Dr- Druckman, Druckman, he is the writer for the video game. Uh, he's the president or what have you of Naughty Dog. Is heavily involved actually with the HBO series. Uh, he's co-writer. Which, ooh, even better. So that's 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 a huge plus. So. For those who have not played the game, will not play the game, I highly recommend you watch the series. Uh, it's a it's a beautiful story. It really is. It's a must-watch. I agree. It's going to be a must-watch. So, yeah. And then uh, if you have a PS4, you have a PS5, play Last of Us, or PS3, play Last of Us. It's you worth have. it. It's. I don't think I ever asked you. What? Sorry, sorry go ahead. I'll no, you finish. Seven. I was going to say, what is your favorite one? The first one or the second one? I think we may have talked about this a while ago, but I I can't remember. For me, it's after I've now so many months past it, the first one. But the second one is just as good. I mean, it's right. (laughs) I honestly think 
the second one's story is sticks with you for longer. So I'm going to pick the second one. But it is a lot longer, too. So, but uh, yeah, I do. I I love they them both. So, title. It, it's, yeah. Uh, gosh, it's so good. Jeez. Well, <laughs> where 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 can people find you, Mons? You guys can find me at Monte Ball Twitter. No, um, it's not there this oh, time. Susie, I said Monte Ball Twitter. Monte Ball twenty eight on Twitter. Monte Ball on Instagram. Facebook Monte Ball Junior. Obviously, our untapped cake pages. Please send us topics, questions, maybe some guests you guys want us to um, hop hop on with us. So I can reach out to them, see what they say. We can reach out and and yeah. That's it. Roger, where can they find you? Um, you can find me at it's Trickster ITZ. The I is a one in Trickster. Find us at untappedkeg.com, untappedkeg at gmail.com, untappedkeg at all social media, and uh, hit up our Discord channel, look it up, untappedkeg, and then we also have a Reddit. Now I want to give a shout-out to A10, Commander Root, Dan the Man, Feet, Fragile Rock, and Verizim for uh tuning in and watching us and uh yeah i really appreciate all the awesome comments so we you know i'm gonna get better at reading those instead of just answering them without reading them and uh we'll go from there so everybody you have a good night we'll talk to you on sunday thank you for tuning in hey uh yeah saturday's gonna be awesome but all right yeah look for us on saturday saturday's gonna be a very very uh very exhilarating day. Very festive. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.